everyone. Welcome to the Geek Remix Podcast. My name's Mari. And I'm Stacy. And we got gaming news for you today and also just things that we want to talk about so you're going to have to listen to it because it's our show and you have to. Tons of stuff. You can't. Don't click away. You're not allowed. We said so. To first up on news today, I just want to start off with that face. We'll get to it. But the first thing we're going to talk about today <laughs> is Twitch streamer trained for three months to try and break 569 nice hour streaming record. What's this about, Stacy? Okay, so this is a record in a month. But I think the takeaway here is that right now he's living on three and a half hours of sleep a night and streaming games on Twitch 19 hours a day for an entire month. That's the goal. Okay. And that, I don't... I think he's gonna die. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because, like... I, what? I mean, cool that he has goals and is working towards it. I just am worried about him physically. Yeah. On, like, a health level. Yeah. Can't... Is that okay? Like, I, that sounds like something... Like, he's gonna get an aneurysm. Like, no joke. Well, because he's gonna remember, get a blood clot. There, yeah, wasn't there a guy? There was a guy that died, like who was streaming like all the time, and like because he wasn't like. Do you remember hearing about this? That's how li every time someone talks about a gamer dying of lack of sleep and gaming too much, it's usually that. Yeah, I'm just a little worried. But dude. I remember there was a there there was a Twitch streamer that died because he was just streaming all the time. He didn't like it, and basically like. He, pushed his health like too far oh yeah we should tell people twitch streamer andrew giant waffle bodine is it bodine okay yeah. bovine no no bodine so it's, his handle is giant waffle i'm saying this because you know it's fair to shout out who he is for his accomplishment i'm just genuinely worried yeah about so that. right now he is, he has streamed for 192 hours and has 20 days left I don't know, man. This seems really dangerous. Like, gen and it's not like he has a nurse on hand watching over him. He's just some dude. So, even if you weren't streaming, surviving on three and a half hours of sleep a night really for an dangerous. entire month is really dangerous. Really dangerous. Like, bad for your heart. Like, bad for your heart. Bad for your heart. People don't understand so many different things affect your heart. For example, people with bulimia actually end up having a lot of heart attacks, even if, it, if they were at a quote-unquote normal weight, which or is not, there's no normal weight, but I'm just saying. Average? Average or normal. Or even, even overweight. Or even overweight or underweight. It has nothing to do with how much fat's on your body or anything. It's because you're throwing up so much. It's throwing the electrolytes and... Uh, potassium and stuff in your body out of whack and so your heart no longer has what it needs to function and a lot of people get heart attacks and then with the lack of sleep you're also depriving your heart of the rest that it needs mm -hmm. and it's gonna give out your body literally needs to sleep and I know a lot of people are like sleep doesn't make any sense blah 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 sleep is the time that your body literally needs in order to repair itself for your brain to process all the things that's happened in the day and for your whole body to recover from all the small little nicks and cuts and digestion and all this stuff that you need to do. It's, sleep isn't some sort of phenomenon that we just somehow do for no reason. You need it. 
for a reason. I, so here it actually talks about in 2017, a streamer died during a 24-hour marathon stream. And another streamer, Joe Marino, almost died, and he wrote about it in an essay for Kotaku. Yeah, I don't like the charity streams anymore where they ask you to do it for 24 hours because that's too long. Well, I feel I think what they try to do now is they try to, like, have 24 hours, and then they pe people do slots. So the stream itself is going for 24 hours, but no one person is going for too long. I did one 24-hour stream one time, and it was the worst, and I never want to do it again. Yeah. I got so sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even, like, I don't even know how people do it for, like, 10 hours or, like, 8 hours in a day. Because, like, we do streams for, like, 4 I, but I even remember back when we, like, have done, like, some of those marathon recording sessions where we did, like, a 12-hour game in, like, 16 hours or whatever it was. Yeah. And, like, I felt like I wanted to die. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I, like, for me, streaming's, like, really emotionally engaging. And it's not that I don't like it. I actually really like it. It's just that it drains me really quickly just because of the type of person I am. And that's okay. Um, yeah, I would be, it's really hard to be on it for that long mm -hmm. because you can't just be, it's not the same as just sitting there and playing a video game by yeah. yourself as you fart and shove food in your mouth. Cause that's like actually relaxing. Yeah. Streaming, very fun. I love talking to everyone, but I also have to be somebody who is aware of the chat, aware of how the chat's feeling, making sure I am because sometimes people in the chat will be like, hey, I had a hard day and blah, blah, blah. And part of my job is to be like, tell me about it. You know, everyone be supportive of each other. Blah, blah, blah. Just being present and available emotionally. And, and sometimes I get cranky. And then I have to go, sorry, guys. That was unacceptable. You know? Well, and also, like, paying attention to what's going on in the game. Like, mm -hmm. keeping commentary going. And being an entertaining person. It's a lot. Being entertaining is hard. It is hard. It's very hard. <laughs> uh, like, it, I would, I would say, and it, you know, I just don't know how people. And also, like, I, you know, even when I'm like at the office mm -hmm. for the day, right? So I'm at the office, mm -hmm. maybe like nine hours out of the day or something, but like. You're getting up every, every like, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes to, like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to go grab that thing. Like, you're not just, like, sitting in one place mm -hmm. for the and whole doing time. One thing. And doing one thing the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also just sometimes I get cranky and I feel so bad because I got cranky. And then it's more on me for not being, like, okay, time to stop. Yeah. You know? There's been t well, there's been times where we've been, like, recording videos, too, where, like, one of us gets cranky but doesn't want to say, like, hey, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and, like, one of the things that I like about now that, like, we actually, like, live together. We don't have to. We don't have it. to suffer through it anymore. No, we don't. We can just, like, do it tomorrow. We can be like, you know what? I'm fucking tired. Or, like, you know, oh, like, we planned to record today, and one of us is just like, you know what? I don't fucking feel like it. One t sometimes, like, I'll get cranky and people will be like, it's okay. I'm like, no. Don't just tell me it's okay simply because you like me as a personality. 
shouldn't stand this. Stand culture's bad. Well, it's like yeah, I. It just makes me think about how all the people, these people who do like terrible things, and people still stand them anyway. Because, okay, what you, who you want to stand is your own thing. Do whatever you want. I just don't want. Pe- I can't remember what I did, but it was like something. Like someone said something, and I like got a little snappy and then I immediately was like oh my god I'm so sorry and they're like it's okay I'm like no it's not okay don't stand me (laughs) well I mean I think it's okay to like acknowledge that like people are people and like no matter how hard you try there's always gonna be cranky days you know yeah I just feel bad about it basically basically I'm a guilty person well here's the thing is that you should apologize whoever it is should apologize but the other person is also allowed to forgive you. Yeah. But I don't think the person who I snapped at forgave me. I think they left. <gasps> and I still think about it to this they day. They left forever. I don't know if they left forever, but I still think about it to this day. Like <laughs> I think I know who it is. Who is it? Because they messaged me. They, and they did? were like, you'll never believe what Mari said to me. I I don't know if I'm just sarcastic or not, because that's something that would happen. <laughs> because that is something that, like... People were like, I'm going to tell Stacey, and I'm like, go ahead. Like, do you she remember that? Care. That used to happen, like, all the time. People would, like, tell on us to each other. I was just like, okay, but I'm, like, right here, and I know what she said. They'd be like, I can't believe that, like, Mari said this. And I would be like, I was there. Yeah. We record the videos together. You know what I think that's rooted in? I think it's... Even if someone's not consciously thinking it, they want to just divide women. You yeah. know what I mean? They just want to be like, oh, I can't believe she did this. So get close to me because I'm pushing her away from you. So you're going to want to be close to me. I thought it was more like, like, I'm going to go tell dad. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's both. I'm going to get you in trouble with dad. Those just like people who just, they see women getting along and they're like, oh, I want to do this. Ooh, it reminds me of... There's this subreddit called, like, Reddit Museum or something, and they were, like, biggest burn on Reddit ever. And there's a subreddit called Roast Me, and it's just this beautiful woman saying, go ahead, roast me, like, I think boobs, whatever. Yeah. And someone was like, every day you wonder if men actually like you or they're into you just because you're beautiful. And if you ever really have, like, a personality or if your entire personality is that you're pretty, blah, 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 blah. And everyone's like, oh, my God, what, like, a horrible rose. And I'm like, that's not anything any average-looking guy hasn't said to a beautiful woman in order to take her down. That is not. Yeah. That's not an insult. That is the fantasy insult of an ugly man yelling at a beautiful woman. Sorry, it's true. Like that that's is also like so basic. No offense. It, yeah, that's assuming that because she's beautiful, she doesn't have a personality. Yeah. And I honestly, every single beautiful person I've ever met has a, a personality, has interests, has likes. They might you know, as, like, anybody else, be a horrible person. <laughs> they also might be completely different interests from yours. They might be completely different interests than yours, but everybody, I don't know, I just, it, st- it stuck out to me because everyone thought it was, like, the biggest burn, but I'm pretty sure it was all just, like, Reddit men thinking it was the biggest mur- burn. But honestly, beautiful women hear that insult all the time and they don't care and if they do care it's because you hurt their feelings yeah because you're just assuming things based off of what they look like i will i think that i 
I do think there are some people who don't really have much of a personality. Yeah, but I don't think that's related to being beautiful. No, I don't I think, think so either. I think that's just w- if you just suck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's kind of like when people, like, their personality is, like, limited to, like, the brands they support, you know? And they, like, don't ha- they don't, like, actually, like, have thoughts about the things that they, like, watch. They're just like, I'm a this fan, and, like, that's as far as it really goes, mm-hmm. you know? But even then... They could have other interests, like, I really love cats or something, you know? Or they That's just... That's not a personality, though. I'm specifically thinking of people that I've dated, where I've gone on dates, and I was just like, wow, there's, like, nothing. There's nothing here? There's nothing here. Well, maybe they just hadn't opened up to you. Mm-hmm. No. No. There's people who just sit there and look at sports and let it just wash over them as yeah. they lay there. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with attractiveness. No, it doesn't. It has nothing to do with attractiveness. Yeah. But I just... I don't know why it irks me so much where, like, dudes think they're, like, really owning beautiful women by being like, I bet that's, like, the only thing you have going for you. And it's like, dude, like, no. A lot of women have, has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It just always gets me. Well, and that's that's rooted in the whole, like, oh, here's this, like, beautiful woman that I can't have, so I'm going to make her feel like shit. Yeah. When it's like, shh. She never wanted you, though, so, like, this insult isn't really going to hurt. And even if it did, that's just because you're being mean. Yeah. Like, okay, so you're mean. Good job. Yeah. We really went on a tangent here. Well, good job. Good job, Beautiful women are protected. Sonic the Hedgehog. So, I watched this this morning. Uh, My BF was like, oh, my God, look at this. And I couldn't believe how much better it looked. Yeah, it's, this is so did you, much okay, better. Okay, but here's the thing: like when you look at this compared to the old, oh my one, god, it's crisp, oh my, scary. Look at this. Oh my god! Like, look how creepy yeah, it is. And like, even like the back of it. Huh, it. Okay, so I do want to point out that like some people have rightly pointed out that this change probably rightly can't like this probably comes at the expense of a lot of people like doing overtime and putting like a ton of work into it to make it look like this at this stage in the game well what do you want people to do like say it's awesome no 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 not 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 talking to you i'm just saying not at all i just want to recognize anybody that put the um extra work extra work into it to make it look more like how we envision sonic but even if this wasn't sonic that would just be awful. Like, look how shit that is. Yeah. It looks terrible. It looks like, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like the person who was in charge of creating the, like, who was, who was, like, thinking about, like, how do we envision this? It looks like they said, like, let's imagine, like, he was a real world, like, character. as yeah. a, Instead of, like, let's just make him look like the, like, cartoon Sonic. But the thing you know? with this is that they make this same mistake with video game and kids stuff all the time where he-man comes to earth or what if mario was a real guy on a different planet wait wait no do you remember the mario and luigi in like the real the real the movie yeah the live action yeah okay but i watched that movie not knowing it was a mario movie and i liked it but if i knew it was a mario movie i'd be really scared because that was kind of a scary movie that was kind of like a terrifying like weird movie where instead of like they the 
the king, instead of, you know, because, you know, they come from toadstools, then he turns into this fungus monstrosity. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he doesn't turn into, like, a cute little toadstool. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're like, ah, he turns into this horrible, gooey, like, thing that dangles Ew. from the ceiling. It's single. He dangles from this. It's like I'm not even joking. This the Mario movie was so scary. We should do. A, we should and do they a, like shot people in the head, and so like people who were descended from like Bowser like people, they had like normal bodies and like tiny little dinosaur monster heads. It was so scary. Like yeah, no, I have no, to no, look you gotta this. post some images. Like Mar yeah, Mario live action movie. It was so. Uh, yeah. What the f Dude, what? that's what happens to the toadstool. <laughs> it dangles and it like moves and Look it's at, gooey. Whose head is that? Dude, yeah. This is a terrifying movie. Isn't that the scariest shit? Why did they do that? It's so. I did Like, I watched it knowing what Mario was, but it, like, it just came on on HBO. And I was like, this movie's kind of, like, cool and scary and weird. It's so scary. It's, like, the scariest movie in oh, the world. Oh, no. Yeah, it's terrifying. Oh, my God. Just, yeah, look at this. Oh, no. Yeah, it's so, and look. Look at that. Oh, That's Bowser. What? The, that guy on the left is Bowser. Oh my god. And that's Princess Peach. It's a really scary movie. What? Who? Yeah. Oh no. No, this actually, Yoshi is actually pretty cool. He's just a little dinosaur. Oh, okay. Okay, because I was like, I was like, what did they do to my son? That's the coolest one. That's a Goomba? Dear Lord. Yeah. Isn't that the scariest thing you've ever seen? <laughs> it's so scary. Like, that's that was the kids' movie. I don't movie. know what to That's the kids' movie. Was this actually made for kids? Or yes. was this, like... Mario the movie back in, like, 1991? I'm just saying, like, is there any possibility that this was made for edgy adults? Super Mario Brothers 1993. Look at this. Like, what could you be more terrifying than this guy? No. That's no. And that's Bowser. What the Bowser is just a normal white man, but with cornrows, and I mean, a that forked is pretty scary to, be, <laughs> to be. and a forked tongue that sexually harasses Peach, but it's like weird. No, this is bad. And then Peach, yeah. So Peach is descended. So what happens is they have these this like ray that makes people less evolved, so they become the. It's basically like like that episode of Star Trek: Next Generation where everyone oh. turns back into the animals they evolved yeah, from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, so, the one with where Barkley starts it because he turns into a spider. Yeah, and then... And he's like, name the disease after me because I'm cool. <laughs> Deanna Troy turns into, like, a frog, frog. person. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to run away from Worf because he, like, turns into this, like, Klingon monstrosity. <laughs> There's, like, the scariest thing on the planet. Yeah, and he... Yeah. 
Maybe all the humans are like, we're just monkeys, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> just oh. chill out. <laughs> but like, all everyone is like, oh yeah, Deanna Troy was venomous. <laughs> she has venom. <laughs> but anyway, that's literally what happens in the Mario Brothers movie, where they have a ray and they just shoot the heads of different people. And so the king of the whatever of the Mushroom Kingdom is descended from fungus. So he turns no! in to the fungus thing that I showed you. No. And that thing that you saw, yeah. it, like, descends and then, like, retracts. No. Like, it, testicles. Yeah, no, literally. Like, actually, like, testicles. And it makes, like, a squelching sound. Oh, no. Yeah. No. That's what happens. I don't want to talk about this Mario anymore. Brothers. This is disturbing. Super Mario Brothers film, 1993, horror movie of the horror year. Horror movie of the year. <laughs> Top 10 scariest movies, number one, Super Mario Bros. You know, and this brings, this is all bringing it back to video game adaptations. Done by people who are trying to give it a broader audience. Like, don't. Don't. Just just don't do that. Because then you end up with this. Dude. Yeah. But look how much better, I don't want to show clips, I just want to show... I really hope that as the movie goes on, Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey, he slowly... Loses be- his hair? No, and- he, like, he, yeah, he loses his hair, his mustache gets bigger, and he becomes, like, completely round. Yeah. I want that to be his character arc. But look how much more, like, not terrifying it is. I feel like this could be actually, like, kind of fun. Like, as a kid's movie, like, this, this could be fun. No, totally, because when no. I watched the first one, if you don't look at the terrifying thing, you're like, actually, this could be fun. Yeah. But now that we actually have a you cartoon know, character. We could go see it. Do you know what day it comes out? What day? Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day date! The Woo! Sonic movie! <laughs> and then, for some reason, every time someone sees me in a window, they come and sexually harass me. So hopefully you can save me. Because remember last time we went to go see Detective Pikachu? No, I went to see Captain Marvel with you, and some guy just like saw me through a window and decided to come bother me. Oh yeah, do you remember? And then when I went to pick up Death Stranding, some guy saw me through a window and decided to come bother me. Um, do you remember when the guy like just took a picture of me on the street? Yeah, what the fuck? That was fucking. Weird. It was like two very like not. I'm just describing them physically. Hipster very, assholes. Hipster assholes. Very small men in weird leather jackets. Yeah. Just going around making people uncomfortable. They try to like snap a picture of a couple kissing, and they both just looked at them like, "What is wrong with you?" And like, this is not like taking pictures from far away. The, this guy was like right next to me and like stuck his camera like in my face. And if I hadn't been so, like, just taken aback by it, I would have been like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But it's like, you know, what the annoying thing is though, they're being like, "We're out here making art," and like. Art, part of our art is making people uncomfortable. And it's like, dude, your art is harassing people on the street. That's people, That's what women complain about. And I guarantee you on your profile it says feminist. And I'm going to slap you. Yeah. Like it, that, on his Twitter profile he probably says huge feminist. But also sticks my camera in women's faces on the street. Like, I ah. just, that was just so, like... Why do that? Just get a telephoto lens and, like, take a picture of me from far away so I don't know you're doing it. Yes, please. You know, just, like... Just be creepy from very far away. Be, you know, like, they've got paparazzi cameras. That's what they're for. No, I think probably part of the art they were trying to make was making people uncomfortable. Yeah. 
because they were like, dude, I missed the shot. I'm like, dude, we're yeah. right here. He's, he said that, like, as he, like, tried to take a picture of the couple kissing, and then he was like, damn it! Like, when they... Uh, that must have been part of their whole thing. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. It was so weird. It was so weird. And that's the type of thing where I'm glad that you were there with me, because I feel like if I explained that to somebody else, they'd be like... They would be like, really? Like, that seems very weird. But you were there. Yeah, and it, it happened. It happened. It was... It was so weird. And I wonder, like, if the picture itself wasn't the art. Maybe, like, the art was the just the whole action of just being a douche on the street. Hey, we don't even know. We could have been on a hidden camera. Exactly. And I hope that if someone out there knows that footage of just two women glaring at a man, know that we hate it and we want it to not exist. And also to set that person on fire. Yeah. Whoever's art, whoever's college art project that is, set it on. I hope you got an F. <laughs> yeah. I hope the teacher said, what the fuck is wrong with you? Hi, we're here and we're yelling. <laughs> yeah, lots of yelling today. <laughs> but this is way better. Yeah, this is, this is good. I'm actually, like, I wouldn't mind seeing it. No, I'm, I actually wouldn't mind seeing it either. But yeah. it's. It, I think if I watched the original a little too long, it'd get a little uncomfortable, and I wouldn't know why. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, the big eyes. It's less no scary. Teeth. Yeah, no, he has teeth. It's just not weird. Yeah, well, it's because I think that they just, you know, they made him look like a cartoon, which is... What he is. What he is. <laughs> not an actual rat <laughs> that turned blue. <laughs> Okay, uh, and this is just, like, really quick. They have a thing on Kotaku. There's this Witcher cosplayer that turns Geralt into a firefighter, football player, and a rock star. So he's doing, like, all, like, cool things, which, I don't know. I just... Who's I, puppy? I know. I always think it's, like, really neat when... Like, look at that. Whoa. Right? Uh-huh. It's, uh... Oh, he did... Wow, he's even got the guitar. I wonder if he photoshopped and he didn't build everything, but still. Oh. <laughs> a businessman. This okay. is a calendar. This is a calendar. Nice. I wow. Like it. This is pretty cool. Okay. Oh, oh. And then you wanted to talk about The Mandalorian. As of recording this, The Mandalorian came out today, which is Tuesday the 10th. Today's the 10th, right? 12. 12. We? Disney Plus 12. came out. Disney Plus came out. And right now, it's a pretty good deal. I think it's twelve ninety nine for Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN, which I'm sure in a year they're going to be like, just kidding, we're like separating it, but now you're subscribed, so like, do you want to stay? Um, but one of the originals they have on there is The Mandalorian. And without spoilers, I think... The setting is a lot more, I, I don't want to define what Star Wars is, but they did a lot more world building in it. It mm -hmm. felt a lot more of the gritty underbelly of Star Wars. Which has always been my favorite part. Yeah, which you get a lot of in the extended universe and in the video games and in the comics. And in my opinion, the movies are good in their own way and this is really good in its own way too i personally like this more than the movies that are coming out right now and i'm not saying the movies are the are pieces of shit or whatever i'm saying that this is 
more in line with the feelings of what people originally felt about Star Wars. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, when you first see the original without all the weird CGI on it, A New Hope, that's the kind of feeling. It has a lot of these little, like, boop, 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 like, things coming around and Mm -hmm. little weird robots and stuff. There's not a lot of CGI. And not not CGI job of the hut. Yeah. (laughs) So, literally, they have one of the classic robots from the original series, the original trilogy, Mm -hmm. where it's just a dude wearing the fucking bucket. Is it the, like, trash can one? Yeah, trash can guy. Trash can guy. It's trash can guy. And it's literally, it's not a CGI guy. It's literally... Trash can with feet. Just, just, it's literally some guy they put into a trash can with feet. Just walking (laughs) down. Just doing that. (laughs) And there's another part where, you remember the eyeball in Jabba's thing? Oh, yeah. The The, robot eyeball? Oh, I was thinking of the trash, the, no, tra- no, no. <laughs> the trash thing. Where it's like, you, they oh, go the robot in, eyeball where it's like... It comes out, it looks yeah. at them, and it comes back in. They have that, and it's just, like, I could tell that it was just a, a, some guy with a stick poking out, but because it was some guy and not, like, a CGI thing where it comes out all, like... Yeah. Like, it was... The guy with the trash can hand on his head and the stick feels more like... It's physically there and has these those movements that you can't really replicate on CGI that make it seem like it's a real thing that's there. It's kind of like the difference between creating like the the spaceships with CGI versus like models. Yes, you know, there's and- a certain element that the models can give where you can feel like it's really there. Yeah. And there is CGI in it, but I feel like they use it when they have to. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, like, using it for, like, you know, when a character needs to get rid of a mustache, for instance. I will say this. Mandalorians rarely take off their helmets. And in this show, the Mandalorian, namesake of the show, never takes off their helmet. And neither do any other Mandalorians you see. Everyone, helmet on. Oh, that's They're committed good. to that. Yeah, so they're committed to the lore. And some people are being like, "This is like this is the man, this is the man Mandalorian stories we've been watching." Like, shut up, dude. There's a woman Mandalorian, and she's a blacksmith, and it's awesome. Aww. So it's not like the super bro weird thing some people are trying to make it out to be. It's just cool. It's just cool. Yeah. Like, it's just a cool show. There's not really dudes aren't like running around being like, yeah. Like, the men. Check me out. Check me out. It's just... They just exist. They're just... Everyone's just being... Yeah. Being that. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. And um, there's some... There is one character from the extended universe that, like, only, like, hardcores will know who they are. So there's that for people who like that. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I'm definitely not one of those, but I, I like it when they include stuff like that. Yeah, know? just for the people. Mm-hmm. For the people who've, like, read all 1,500 books or whatever it is at this point. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're like, where's, like, this random side character that... Do you ever have, like, one of those, like, shows or, like, universes that, like, you're in so deep that you remember, like, those random-ass characters and you're like, this person's my favorite, but there's never anything about them because they don't technically matter? I think they're re- maintaining that 
Boba Fett energy of if Boba Fett doesn't say anything, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Somehow they've made this really cool character who you can impress upon what their motivations are, what they want, all these things, without them ever really saying very much mm-hmm. and ever doing very much. And I think they've done a really good job with that. No, like, random character monologues? No. There's no, like, inner dialogue or anything. Yeah. It's just other people talking and then just sitting there being like... And then, I don't know, it just unfolds and you're like, oh, shit, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's just cool. It's a cool show. And I think they did a really good job staying true to the source material and making a main character who's simultaneously extremely blank, but also somehow very emotive. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did that, but they did. That's cool. Um, somebody got... This is, like, just, like, a quick thing that I just thought was really funny. Um, somebody got the Naruto voice actor to say, Okay, Boomer, on camera. I think it was at a con. time thank you so much to uh indiana university press who has sponsored a podcast this is the uh third week that um anyway yeah so basically uh michael e uslan who is the executive producer on all the batman movies from tim burton's through the current one that's being made he wrote the boy who loved batman um you can find it on the indiana university press website uh, it's a very comedic book. has a lot of information about comic books. If you're a huge Batman fan, it's a great uh, book to pick up and get more information. He also has, like, really funny um, episode episode chapter titles. Like, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's really long. But part one, which is where he talks about his, like, upbringing, it says, How to have an origin without a planet blowing up, parents murdered, radioactive spider bites, cosmic rays, gamma rays, white dwarf stars, aliens crash landing, etc., etc. I like the way the book is formatted. It's formatted in a very bite, bite, bite way. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of pictures. There's a lot of, not that, like, I'm too stupid to read words, but but, not, but you know what? Like, I think I am at the point where I appreciate some, like, stuff to go along with text. Do you know what I no, mean? No, yeah. It, at this point, us millennials have lost the majority of our functioning Ability brains. to read. So Yeah, so this book kind of, it's got words, but it also got lots of pictures. Well, and you know so what? So that's good. Is like, for a book that's, like, about comic books and about a really visual medium, like, I feel like it makes sense to have, like, actual pictures of the stuff you're talking about. Yeah, it also feels, um, like, a, like a thick comic book. Does that make sense? Like yeah. Like, those, it feels like one of those... Like a graphic novel? Yeah. No, like, when I touch it physically, I like touching the paper. I like how we've, <laughs> we've spent so much of these, like, talking about, like, what the book looks like and, like, how the feel of it is. And I realized that part of that's because I mostly read audiobooks now, so that when I get a physical book, I'm like, wow! No. It has pages! No, but they, <laughs> I, I think what the thing, a lot of books are trying to do it is with, you know, a lot of things that you can get digitally now, in order to sell the physical things, 
you can make more money selling the physical thing, but you have to make people want to buy the physical thing. So you have to make the physical thing nice. So the boy who loved Batman is a physically nice thing. Just yeah. kind of like how buying a vinyl, yeah, it's easier to stream it from your phone. But a vinyl, you can touch it. It comes with, like, cool little art, and it has memorabilia. And you just, you're like, ah, this is nice. You're like, This oh, is uh. a thing that I don't really need, but it's just nice to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, for a limited time, Red Lightning Books and Indiana University Press are offering a special discount code for listeners of this podcast for 30% off your copy of The Boy Who Loved Batman. Go to www.iupress.indiana.edu and use the code BATMAN. That's www.iupress.indiana.edu for a 30% discount at checkout. Thank you so much for uh, sponsoring our podcast, by the way. We really appreciate it. Thank you. So, moving forward, um, so, you know how I love talking about crazily priced video game memorabilia? I feel like I have someone in my life who would, would consider buying this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, uh, but it's not a Disney pin, so they might have to hold off. Um, this solid gold Monster Hunter statue is officially licensed and costs $80,000. So... I don't want to hate on anyone for, like, wanting cool things. I think it's $80,000 because it's gold. Yes, I know. Um, How big is it? I can't tell. Like, is it the size of my hand or is it the size of my arm? I don't... It doesn't... See, the thing is, is, like, it doesn't look like it's too huge. Because the thing is, if it's $80,000 and gold, I don't think it can be super huge. Maybe it tells you in, like, the actual article. Read? Is that yeah. a joke? Is this a joke? All right, let's see. They sell for 8.8 .8 million yen, which is over $80,000. And Or you can pick them up in a set with the gold and silver one. Um, $150,000, depending on your currency conversion. For a gamer on a budget, several silver models coated in gold or rhodium can be had for a paltry 8000 8, That's each, by the way. Wow. How, okay. how big are they? Okay, maybe... Oh, wait, wait. Here it says... Wait, hold on. No, no, no. It says 15.5 by 11 centimeters, 7.5... That is not very big. Yeah. Because that's not... How big is that? Centimeters are smaller than inches. Put it that way. Well, I know that. Okay, I'm not that I'm dumb. Not, do you want me to actually, like, do a convert... I Who knows? We'll be left forever wondering. But 7.5 centimeters? Not very big. That's not, that's how tall it is. So it's a not very big solid gold dragon. Yeah. Or a solid silver dragon. And like I said, I mean, I don't want to hate on people for, like, wanting cool stuff, but this seems like, uh... We're just, this is just an indirect way to tax the rich. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe... That, you know how people have ways of taxing lower-income people by making up the lottery and stuff. Yeah, or, mm -hmm. like, the fact that... Um, well, basically, the lottery is a huge scam that they in intentionally marketed towards lower-income people in order for the government to get more money from them. Um, you know they do the same thing with cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes, too. Because so this is just... The, we need to fi figure out plots to do this to rich people. Yeah. We, where we say, like, hey, this... Um, thing is made out of pure gold, so it's, um, 
fifty million dollars. Or you, you know it? what? There should be like like a like a a surplus tax on bottles of wine that are like over a thousand dollars a bottle or something no, like no, that. No, no. If you call it a tax, they no, won't. No, no, no. Not like a. I don't know. No, no, no. We just or have a, to a, a, make up things. All you have to call a luxury tax because then they're like, ooh, it's a luxury. No, you can't I call mean, it a tax. They'll get mad. You have to say it. It's like, no, you have to say, uh, do you want a solid gold dragon that's $80,000? And um, lots of rich people have it, so you should probably have it too. And really, it's actually worth like 5000 and then the other few billion dollars go to things people need. <laughs> And really, it's just coated with gold, and it's sold by the government. Yeah, that's. I think the government should have you know, the same traps for for poor people as they do for rich people. For rich people as they do for poor people. Yeah, yeah no, the government should sell like a limited edition. I'm rich placards. Oh, yeah, and they're all like a million dollars. And do you want to be certified rich? Yeah, you can't actually call yourself rich, rich unless, unless the you're government certified. Or, issues you a limited edition like they only come out with 50 a year and oh. only 50 people can have no, them no 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 they should do a lottery for them yeah a lottery <laughs> for who is rich yeah and for who gets to call themselves rich oh my god silent auction for them silent auction a silent auction for who can have the 50 slots for who's officially rich like oh it should be like for that like top net worth yeah, ten, top so, net worth, so you have to do a silent auction. Oh, you have to do a silent auction, and then you get to be on the list. And in order to go <laughs> to the auction, you have to go to a charity dinner. And charity each of dinner. the each of the plates, this is what they do at charities. Yeah. Or at a charity, they say, oh, okay, each of the plates is like $10,000. Mm-hmm. So even just get in the door, it's like $50,000. And they're like, yeah, it's to raise money to help millionaires pay less taxes. But really, it's to help underprivileged children. Don't tell the don't millionaires, tell them, though. Don't tell them. Don't let them know it's actually to help people and not like, you know, seals. I'm just picturing like <laughs> rich protesters outside being like they're buying school supplies with your money and they're like no it's a <laughs> no they're not they're helping not tax rich people that's what they say <laughs> <laughs> it's all just a scam <laughs> i can't wait for us to get some like person in the comments who's like oh like but you blah, 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 like rich you, people are gods rich, why do you hate on like rich people and i'm like listen like they don't you, need you it, they don't need you and like <laughs> and like if these people that like make like thirty thousand dollars a year that complain about taxes on people that make more than like 40 million dollars in a year you're never gonna be that person i'm sorry it's and not even, even there's you, people who make forty million dollars a second, like honestly. And <laughs> even if you were, even if you were, like You don't need anybody. You don't you don't you don't need that much money. You don't, I promise. What are you gonna do with it? They just get more. They just get more money and they just keep it. You can't take it with you. So anyway. Uh so, did we ever come Google down? streaming system will have twelve games at launch, and, we'll ha- and it will add fourteen more by the end of the year. And I'm gonna be honest; they all look like they suck. Did we ever have? Did we ever come down on how this is pronounced? Stadia. Stadia. Stadia? I think it's Stadia. Like stadium. Yeah, I think it's Stadia. Can anyone confirm 
how the fuck this is supposed to be nobody said. Knows, cause nobody knows, because nobody actually watches the press conference. They just look at GIFs and laugh. Yeah, because honestly, every single time we talk about this on the podcast, I'm always like... I think it's Stadia. <laughs> okay. So, they do have games. The, okay, not Raider. to hate on Tomb Raider, but literally the Tomb Ra- the three Tomb Raider games are on everything already. Yeah, I know. It's just, there's Tomb Raider, you get it free with well, Xbox Gold. Here's here's the thing is that all of these are no like they're not like exclusive except for guilt G Y L T but it doesn't it looks cool but it doesn't look that great but what i don't understand is a lot of these games are so highly dependent on latency Mortal Kombat 11 that's a really latency important game well okay so wait um in our previous podcast i when i looked at the comments where we talked about the previous one where we talked about this platform there were a couple people that addressed this actually addressed what latency yes okay because they were talking about um there are countries where having like a rip roaring fast internet connection is actually like really really cheap uh-huh. not here but uh-huh. like and there was somebody writing from like was it India or somewhere mm-hmm. but they were like yeah this actually like would not be an issue for me at all and it's going to be super cheap and it's way cheaper than owning a console mm, that maybe yeah maybe this is Google's way of getting into markets where it would be cheaper than getting a console yeah because if you think about it a lot of like high technology products like for instance like an iPhone in certain countries is like stupidly expensive but if they have really good internet this is actually a really good deal because then you don't have to spend. Yeah. Because the thing is, is like technology, like products, like hardware, mm-hmm. those are all subject to like currency, you know, what, what am I trying to say? Conversion rates. Yeah. And stuff like that. So like you could potentially be like paying a huge amount of money if you want like a physical thing. Mm-hmm. But with something like this, like they can change the price entirely for that country mm-hmm. and it doesn't, you know. Like, it doesn't cost them anything to change the price for that country, essentially. So, and like, not in the same way that it does for hardware. And it doesn't create a black market, which is what would happen if, like, say you're selling an iPhone in one country for, like, you know, you know what I, do you know what I'm saying? I'm very interested in what this, how this is going to go. I kind of want to sign up for just one month and see what is <laughs> what happens. What what it what the services like? Can I stream while doing it? Can I not stream? What's the input lag? Am I going to get disconnected? Blah blah blah. I think that this is for like the people that this is for. Like when people started talking about that, I think this is just for people that are not in the U.S. This is for people outside. Or the US. or or I mean not. Not that it's not for anybody in the U.S., but not for, like, you and me. We it's already... very interesting that they've been marketing it towards people in the U.S., though. I mean, I don't know what their marketing strategy has been in other countries, but, like, the comments that I had read that were people talking about it in other countries, like, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, they sell a PS4 here, you know, for, like, what? 400 $400, right? Mm-hmm. You cannot reasonably go to another country and sell it for the equivalent, like, in order to match, like, a lower price point, Mm -hmm. sell it for, like, 
fifty dollars mm -hmm. because that creates a black market where people will buy a ton of them and then just like ship them and it like creates this whole mess, right? Mm -hmm. But with a digital product, digital service like this, you can change the pricing structure completely depending on the country. So they could the charge country. people in India like three dollars a month yeah. instead of that makes sense. And then I I'm not sure if the country was India that the I. I'm trying to remember like what country the person was in, but they were saying that their internet is very fast and it's not very expensive at all um, compared to like, you know, we pay what, like $100 a month? So the thing about this is you pay for the subscription if you want. So the 1080 version is completely free. The 4K version is a subscription a month. But if you get the subscription, you still have to buy the games on top of that. And if... Google ever decides that they just don't want to do it anymore, your They're game's gone. gone forever. Yeah. And it's not like people can say, oh, well, you know, you can trust Google. Google's actually abandoned a lot of projects, like the Google Glass, mm -hmm. the, the glasses, uh, Google Plus. Mm -hmm. Who knows where that went? It's gone. Oh, no. Remember they tried to forcibly integrate it with YouTube and everyone revolted? Well, at first... It didn't work. Then they tried to make it useful because they basically had this social media platform that no one was using. Mm -hmm. So they forced everyone on YouTube to use it. And now YouTube's just broken and no one knows how to do anything because you did you go to your Google Plus? What, how, what, what do you do What do you it? do? Help. I, how do I turn something? I can't. I'm too scared to ever go to into any settings anymore in, in case they accidentally delete our channel. Like yeah. at, at, That's the point I'm at. Yeah. Well, and this goes back to also, like, you know, with um, with a lot of forms of, like, digital stuff, like, you know, uh, for instance, like, with ebooks, um, there's a, like, with ebooks, what can happen is if the platform that you are reading the books on, like, goes under, or if they lose the rights mm -hmm. to, like, essentially have the book, like, your copy of the book is gone. Yeah, I had the Song of Ice and Fire audiobooks on my Apple iTunes library, but since I don't use any other Apple products than that anymore, I just had to buy them again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I think, couldn't figure out how to make it work, so I'm just like, I don't want to. Goodbye. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Death Stranding's BB comes to Days Gone. Yeah, so in Days Gone, they have a bike tank that has um, BB. So you can have a little BB that rides with you. <laughs> Although BB's face looks kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, this is like kind of creepy. <laughs> creepy looking. Because uh, they had to remake it in their own thing. Yeah. but New bike tank. So the tank is the baby. Yeah, it oh doesn't God. show it. Like, oh, there it is. God. So you put ga a baby in gasoline? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the baby's just hanging out in gasoline. Great. Oh. I would assume that, like, the headcanon is that, like, it's painted on, and it's not actually... No, I saw it moving. Suspended in gas. It's a baby suspended in gas. Okay, so for this, this is... This is a complete list of all the problems known so far in the Pokemon, Pokemon Sword and Shield of data and or proof for each problem. So this is... This is the leaks, but this is a spoiler-free list of leaks. So this is not going to tell you any of the storyline or anything. This is going to tell you what's broken and what's working. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if you don't, still don't want to hear it, um, I don't know. Uh, the number of usable Pokemon has been cut. Only less than half 
are now usable, known as Dexit. It means that you won't be able to use these Pokemon in the new games. We already knew this, but the thing that really bothers people is you won't be able to transfer them in. So if you have, like, all of the Pokemon ever, mm -hmm. you can't transfer them in, and you won't be able to do anything with them sans sticking them in the in home for the foreseeable future. Home is an app on your phone that costs a monthly or yearly subscription in order to hold all of your Pokemon. So you're just supposed to hold on to your Pokemon until they decide that they're going to be usable again. So they have this app that's a monthly or yearly fee for you to hold the fact that you have every single Pokemon and you can't use them for the game that they put out knowing full well they had this app. Mm. So that's why people are upset. I'm so behind on Pokemon. I didn't even know you could like put them into other games. Oh no, you can. You that's how it's been for a long time. <sighs> These Pokemon are basically removed the main game franchise, and they will take probably years to come back, if ever. So half of the Pokédex is just gone. Uh, da da da. Pokemon in green are confirmable. Okay, whatever. So how do people? Is this from, like, people who already have the game? Is the game out yet? Like, the game got, in Mexico, some stores got it early, and they just started selling them. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so they just started selling all the books. Unlike GameStop, making me stand there and wait till 9 p.m. on the dot yeah. for my copy of Death Stranding. Yeah, I was just like, can you just, like, give it to me now? Like, they're like, no. I know. Like, I'm here. Can I give you, like, $50 so I can just go? So like, I can just take it and leave and leave please uh just like about 144 moves removed 99 moves excluding the let's go and other outlier moves this includes extremely important and used mainstay moves like hidden power what return frustration and pursuit oh wow these are all pretty like used moves for games on top of extremely old moves that have been here since Gen 1, some of these moves are important for viability of several Pokemon, which may cause them to be way less effective, if not way worse, when it comes to battles. On top of this, it also removes signature moves of certain Pokemon. Uh, there's a full list that I'm not going to read. People are saying the game is short, and it's around 14 hours, which what? I remember 14 hours being how long it took me to beat the original Pokemon, but I don't know. And the, yeah, people have been streaming the game. Mm -hmm. uh, blah, blah, blah. Clocking it at 14 hours and 34 minutes. The graphics are mediocre. I'm like, okay, that doesn't really bother me because it's a Pokemon game. It's just how it is. People are mad that they're saying it's an up-res and it's doing amazing things, but really they proved that they were taking the 3DS models and just putting them into the Switch. Mm. So it's not actually better. Mm -hmm. So the reason they said they had to get rid of all the Pokemon is because they were making new movements and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, not great. Mm. Uh, so it's not it's not amazing. It's not doing so great. There's a lot of graphical issue issues. Some of them is just people popping in from a distance, but there's other one where Pokemon where Pokemon trainers will disappear halfway through fighting. They'll just be gone. Here. Oh, wow. Uh, trainers disappearing mid-battle can be, be evidenced here. And gone. Oh. They just disappear. 
They're just gone. Can I press this? No. And animations are really ups they're upset with this because the animations, the thing that they said we couldn't have the Pokemon over are really bad. And they're the same. They're either the same as they were in older games mm -hmm. or there was one they had where they had some Pokemon just standing there, and in order to show it turning around, they just turned the model. Turned the Pokemon? Yeah, they just turned it. It didn't, like, have an animation oh, for so turning. Oh, it, so it, it rotates. It just rotated and walked away. Like it's on a little microwave. Aww. Here's a Pokemon headbutting with its feet. Okay. Did you miss it? At the I beginning? don't know. It's it's over. It's gone. Wait. Oh, it said headbutt at the end there, but it's just ridiculous. Um, Cutscenes. Post game is non-existent. Game design behavior is broken. Remove past features with virtually no new additions. No scaling. I don't know what that means. A $20 price increase for less content than earlier 3DS games. Hmm. hmm. Soft this... locking, completely freezing. And, the, um, you know, people might say, well, maybe there's a day one patch. First of all, not everyone wants to download a patch. Some people just want to put the game in and play it. Yeah. And not have to look, connect to the internet. Yeah. Like, there shouldn't be a day one patch that fixes all these things. Yeah. I get, like, so, you know, and this kind of goes back to also, um, like, almost the opposite to what we were just talking about with Stadia, where it's, like, some places, internet is really good, and it's really cheap. Mm -hmm. And in other places, internet is really expensive, or it's really unreliable, or people don't have access to mm -hmm. download all of this data. Mm -hmm. So, like, saying, like, oh, there's just a day one patch, like, that doesn't work for everybody. You know what you... really annoys me is when I pre-order a game or something, or I download or preload a game, and it's, like, 60 gigs or 100 gigs or whatever, and I'm just thinking, do you just not care at all? Because some people have to pay per gig. Yeah. Like, what, do you just not give a shit about anything at all? No, I don't want to have 120 gigs of Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Like, stop. Um, and, um, and what game was it? There was a game, I remember them talking about it on Pockquisition, where the, um, I think it was like, what was it, the PC version of the game? Like, instead of having a disc, it had a download code. Oh, it happens all the time. Yeah. No, that happens with Switch games, too, where people go out, get the physical game, they open it up, there's a download code in it. What the fuck is the point? Exactly. Like, there's, like, and, you, like, what makes me, like, especially mad about that is that it's like, okay, I wanted the physical medium, like, you know, so that I don't necessarily have to download this huge thing, or even so that, like, when I'm done playing it, I can potentially, like, traded in for something else I want. You give me a download code, what do I 
What, now I just... Why do I have an empty box? Why did I buy an empty box? Yeah, why did I buy the box? What was the... Like, don't even don't even say that you're selling a physical version. You know what I mean? Don't yeah. lead people to believe it's a physical version. That's basically pushing the cost of the, of the physical data onto the consumer. Because that's saying, okay, well, you're buying the game. Like, what's the problem? I came here to buy the physical game. And the reason I did that is because I don't want to have to physically buy the space on my, like, thing. Yeah. Because on the, on the Switch, you kind of have to get, an, like, an extra SD slot if you want to download games. Mm-hmm. And not everyone wants to buy. It's just, like, so exhausted. I'm so exhausted. I mean, Just not- give it to me. Give me the game. Yeah. And, like, not to mention the fact that, like, also, like, it can be nice to have, like, a physical backup copy of something instead of just a digital version. Yeah. You know? That's ridiculous. So. Hideo Kojima. Oh, our boy. Hideo Kojima just won a Guinness World Record for his social media accounts. So he, I believe, is the most followers on Twitter and Instagram for a video game director. Good for him. Good for him. He got a lot of likes. Do you think he leveled up? I know, right? (laughs) That's a little meta, considering his game is about getting likes, and you level... Because, basically, in Death Stranding, likes are equivalent to XP points. Yeah. You know, why, so why don't we talk, like, a little bit of, like, non-spoiler thoughts about Death Stranding, because I feel like... I feel like these fucking reviewers didn't finish the game. I, I'm saying it. I, and I would also add that I think that some of the reviews that I've read, the titles are not accurate to what the reviewer, like, and I know that oftentimes, like, when articles get posted on the internet, the writer does not choose the title because, like, you know, the editor or whoever is trying to, like, make sure people click on it, they choose a title that's going to make people click on it. Because some of the um, reviews that I read, like, the title makes it seem like the reviewer didn't really like the game or that they were a lot more, like, conflicted about it. When, in, in fact, you read the review and it's like, oh, yeah, like, here are some of the issues, but overall they loved it. Um, yeah, people <laughs> seem to be keep doing this thing where, <laughs> does it suck? And they're like, no, it doesn't. It's actually really awesome. But I was reading reviews saying... It's basically a 30-hour walking simulator. And now that I'm playing it, I'm thinking, what the fuck game did you play? Because, yeah, yeah the first few hours are is a lot of walking, and I think that's to introduce the concept of struggling because then you gain new things like tools, tools guns. You get guns you know, yeah. and a rocket launcher, and you can kill things, and you get all these weapons. You can go off and kill everything. And one really cool element of the gameplay is that if you, this is, logically, I should have known this from the beginning, but if you kill people, like actual humans out in the world, they turn into the monsters. And so if you go off and kill the people who are attacking you, because you can either kill them or knock them out, and I always knock them out because I'm scared of the monsters. Mm -hmm. But if you kill them, they turn into the monsters, and that becomes a new monster area. Yeah. And there's just all these dynamic things that you can do. There's rocket launchers, there's guns, there's bikes, there's bridges, there's roads. Like, uh, what game did these people play? Well, and one thing that I was talking to somebody about today that was asking me 
So somebody who hasn't played the game, and they were like, they said something like, oh, so like, how was your weekend? And I was like, oh, it was great. I had a blast, you know, playing because the, they were asking me about playing the game. And they were like, oh, so like you must have liked it more than the critics then. And I was like, you know, if you go look on Metacritic, it's two negative reviews, 14 mixed, and then 70 positive. And that doesn't, like, it has like an 83, which I know you said is low for a triple A game, but like it's 83, it's the same as like the original Life is Strange. I have a and question. Why did IGN give it a 40 out of 100? <clears throat> did did they, did they play the game? I don't know. No, I'm starting to think that people at IGN don't play the games. <laughs> like, I think they don't finish. Well, and another thing is that I feel like a lot, like some of the reviews, I mean, obviously, like, they can't talk about all of the things that go into it, but there's, like, a huge, like, social, there's a social element to the game that is, like, pretty important because, like, when you start, things are a lot harder, and then as you go and you get more tools and you have more people contributing to things. It gets easier. It gets easier. And, like, part of what that's showing you is, like, hey, when we all work together, this is a lot fucking easier than trying to do it by yourself. And no hate on Jim Sterling. He, came, he had a video come out, and he's like, I played the first ten hours. It sucks. And I hate it. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool. I like the first 10 hours because of the story and because, you know, he, no, he didn't even play for the 10 hours. He played for a few hours. So he didn't even get to the part where they give, you start earning the tools to yeah. to make it easier. So that's kind of. Well, and here's the thing is that I feel like it is very fair for someone to be like, you know what, this is just not scratching my itch and it's not how I want to spend my time. Like. I but if someone I sent you a that. review copy, you have to. But if someone sent you a review copy, like and like finish the game, and your job is to write a review, you should finish the game unless it is so hopelessly broken that you literally cannot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. It's you know, I'm and I'm not even. I don't think we're even particularly addressing Jim Sterling with that point. That's more for like people that. Write yeah, Jim. Reviews. I think he bought it for himself. Yeah, so that's different. But it's this... also like when people like write reviews for websites where it's like people are kind of looking to you for your not just your first impressions, but like you played the entire game and you can speak to the whole experience. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, not every game is going to be for every person, and this is the type of game where I can see people, like, really getting bored of kind of, like, the, like, the, the tasks that you have to do in the beginning. Um, to me, it honestly almost feels kind of, like, meditative, and, like, there are some, like, really funny moments that you have because you're trying to do these, like, Things that can be really difficult and like it can lead to some pretty epic fuck ups. So I play the game on my own between major story points and I enjoy playing it. The reason I don't show it on video is because it's not enjoyable to watch. And being enjoyable to watch and enjoyable to play are sometimes very different things. That doesn't mean I don't think it's good. I get to points where I'm like, shit, the story's happening. I have to wait for Stacy. I'm like pissed. Like, I think there are a lot of, I don't know, I've heard from a lot of people that still enjoy watching, like, the quote-unquote boring parts. No, but that, well, you can watch that on Twitch, but for YouTube, honestly, no, no, no. it's not good for I'm not saying that you should put it uh, on YouTube. Oh, okay. I'm saying 
what I'm I'm trying to say to the people who are like I don't know like there are people that like specifically asked like where can I find the full length videos oh yeah because they wanted to see like they liked the meditative quality of it almost mm -hmm. yeah because it's very peaceful yeah so if you want that the full twitch vods are on twitch um, right now I take them and I edit them to be a little bit more condensed condensed for YouTube but both versions are available and you don't have to worry about missing anything except for the stuff I play off stream yeah so if you're the type of person that really like likes to like see all of like the like random side quests that we do on the <laughs> full-length streams like you can do that mm -hmm. um, if you're somebody who would just rather like keep it to the condensed version with the highlights and the best jokes mm -hmm. The best jokes? The best jokes? Only the best jokes Please take my semen, please. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, somebody was, somebody was watching our stream and they were, and I was like, I was like, oh, like, hopefully. Who's somebody? Is this somebody? somebody. Okay. And, and, I, and I was like, oh, hopefully I didn't say anything stupid. And they were like, oh, yeah, you said that you had to go deliver the AIDS package. Do you remember when I said that? Instead of aid package, I said it was an AIDS package. Apparently. I didn't even know that you. I guess it was I just like it did, went over my head. I that think you, that it was the very if the first night, so we were both also really tired. Do you remember we had to maybe? It I was, think we had to deliver semen or something. Yeah, but it was that that was the aid package, oh. and I called it an AIDS package. Well, canceled. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, and the last small small thing before we say goodbye is there's a new yellow mask teenage mutant ninja turtle named jenica she is getting her own comic um apparently she is the newest member of the teenage mutant ninja turtles family um she was actually introduced in one of the previous comics i think but now she's gonna get she was basically she was like given a blood transfusion and so she became a turtle and now so she's like struggling with her turtle identity so she was a human before, yeah, and she got so. a blood transfusion so and there became was, a turtle. No, so she had an emergent, they, like, I think that she was, like, hurt or something, and so they had to give her a blood transfusion, but there's only turtles around, so they had, they're like, okay, well, here you go, here's So some. she's a human woman who became a ninja. Otherwise turtle. she would have died, I'm sure. That's, that has to be it, right? So one thing I like about her character model is that she doesn't have turtle breasts. I know! Which Thank I would God. like to point out the original female Ninja Turtle. Oh, please, please Google it so they can No, see. I have it ready. Are you oh, ready? Oh, no! Who did have ninja breasts. No. She had ninja tits. She had turtle tits. Here she is. Stop. There it is. Stop it. Turtle tits. I feel like I've shown you this before. I have definitely, Did you, I've definitely seen this before. This is the original female Ninja Turtle, Venus de Milo or whatever. Venus de Milo. De Venus de Milo. That's, that's her. I am at least glad that she doesn't have nips. Well, none of them have nips. Well, but I know, but I'm in saying In order like, for people to know that she was the female one, she had to have turtle tits. This is embarrassing. Are, is it embarrassing? Oh my god. No. I love how that drawing of her has bigger tits. Well, of course it does, Mari. There's probably, I guarantee you, there's like weird ass weird porn. Weird ass porn of her. We but should... her, her um, weapons were like blade fans. That's oh, kind of cool. Fucking you know? cool. That's kind of rad. Like Katana? You know, from Mortal Kombat? Ah. But 
she had bla- oh no it's sexy oh no how you know, foreign furry not world. not right now but we should see if we can find Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Pornhub. I don't for Pixel want Square. to. Yes, we did Sonic. <laughs> Sonic, and no, because everybody who's into Sonic or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a furry or a scaly now. And now it's like, they weren't then. Well, you know they became one because of the horrible influences of cartoons. So we could make more furries. Is that what you're telling me? I just want to say what that have we not done? all furries are fucking weirdos, but sometimes furries, like, they just happen to ha- attract people who somehow have even weirder, fe- like, okay, being a furry, whatever, I don't care, like, you know, maybe I'd fuck a furry, I don't care. Sometimes, like, people in the furry community where I'm like, did you just come here because you were hoping that people in this community would be more accepting to your even weirder thing? Yeah. That you just, like actually want to fuck animals like you need to leave like, yeah yeah i'm pretty sure the majority of furries are just people who just want to have sex in a costume and that's fine <laughs> like just do that like be yourself if or people who just like feel that they're a dragon on the inside and i'm like fine yeah like of course okay like, but i if- like i'm supportive of you being a dragon that sounds really awesome but if you want to actually fuck an animal Please go see a psychiatrist. Well, if Please. You, if you want to actually fuck an animal, you are not a furry. You're yeah, just you're a just pervert. you're just an animal rapist. Yeah. So, like, just if you're a dragon on the inside, that's amazing. If you're a wolf on the inside, that's also amazing. But please don't fuck a wolf. Like, please see a doctor if you want to actually have sex with a wolf. Don't do it. Have sex with somebody dressed as a wolf. Oh, my God. Role play as a wolf. What Don't ha- do it. I'm just saying. Just get one of those little butt plugs with a tail. They're great. Yes. Just do that. Like, just, yeah. like, role play it. Don't actually do it. Please. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty, like, I. you know what? It's kind of like that. It's like you can't, you can't call yourself a furry if that's what you actually want. Because that's not... That's not what furry is. That's that's just you hoping that someone will also go, haha, just kidding, except unless you're not, and you're like, dude, I need you to leave, just be a dragon, and, like, that's awesome, and get, like, a dragon dildo and do that, and impregnate yourself with, like, gelatin eggs, and that's cool. Like, I support you in doing that. But if you don't do it for real, okay, unless dragons are real and they can consent... Hmm. Then that would be fine, but animals cannot consent. The end. I'm horrified. I'm. It had to be said. I needed to protect. This, this isn't even pistol squirt. This is a safe space. Uh, except for people who are weird. What have you done? Well, saying that the 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 turtle tits triggered me. Okay, I saw turtle tits and I just started getting upset. Turtle, I got <laughs> triggered by turtle tits. Okay, they upset me very deeply and it just like made me go on a tangent on how angry I am about people trying to infiltrate the furry community. We're leaving. Goodbye. Bye.